listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first guest and topic of today. In the next twenty minutes or so, we're talking about glaucoma, which is a disease that damages your eyes' not optic nerves. I've been reading about that. Well, I'm super delighted to be joined by Dr. Perman Chan, who's an assistant professor at the Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Welcome to the program, Dr. Chan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. So we are on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So feel free to join us there if you have any questions or any comments about us. So maybe let's start off with the basics. What exactly is glaucoma? Right. So it's actually a group of, basically it's a group of eye diseases that damage the optic nerve uh, with a particular characteristic uh, sort of structural and functional pattern. So if the functional, functionally, if you look at the uh, visual field, it's affected. What the visual field? Yeah, what is the visual field? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's, it's how wide you can see. It's the width of your vision. Okay. So um, when when the nerve is damaged bad enough, then you have certain parts of the field that is actually affected, sort of blurry. Yeah. Uh, and um, classically, it affects the outer part of the visual field first before you get to the inside. And so patients don't usually notice it until the later stage. Now that is the issue because if you think about it, uh, you usually look at the front. And That's true. If you, you don't really see the peripheral. Yeah, you don't. You don't much. really mind the peripheral. And um, when you need to look at the peripheral, so-called, you turn, or you move your eyes. Okay, so you don't. You don't notice what what happens at the side. Um, how should I explain visual field? Now, let's say, for example, if you just cover up your left eye, okay, cover up um, my left eye, and use your right eye to look straight ahead. Yeah. And then you stretch out your right arm on the side and wave. You'll be able to notice that something is moving over there. That's right. Now and. Imagine, you know, that, that, that part is not particularly sharp. And imagine if that part is affected, you won't notice a thing. You won't see the sight. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, imagine that, that That's is... dangerous, If actually. that is affected and the car comes on the exactly. right, then you have a problem. Okay. So, uh, because... But then you don't notice it until it's too late sometimes. Uh, well, we, we try to detect it early, and fortunately we're detecting it earlier now. But you, you, see, you see bad cases where they come in the very late stage. So yeah. this is the concern. And it's not reversible. That is the problem because it's a nerve. So you've got to catch it early. Well, yes. let's talk a little bit about the different forms of glaucoma. Then. Yes. Right. Now, uh, basically what happens is uh, we used to believe that it's, it's, it's purely because of pressure in the eye that damaged the nerve. But nowadays we know that uh, something, something else is happening. Uh, for example, the vessels may not be supplying the eye properly. And that's why the optic nerve is also damaged. But classically, we divide them into sort of open angle or close angle. Okay. Now this angle is important because it's like the drainage site of the eye. So in the eye structure there is um, a particular structure called a ciliary body that would produce what we call the aqueous humour okay. and they circulate inside the eye. You can't touch them, you know, it's inside the eye. And they have to pass through certain structures such as the pupil, the, uh, the lens and the iris um, and then you get to the angle and get drained out. And you have you need that balance in order to to have a normal pressure. Now, if that balance is disrupted, uh, some part of it is obstructed, then you have a problem. The pressure, the pressure goes builds up. up. Yeah. So, uh, what we mean by open angle is that visually we can see the angles are all opened, but perhaps something microscopically is happening. That's why the pressure goes up. But to make it more complicated, we also have an open angle with a normal tension, and these people still have glaucoma. So this is a normal tension glaucoma. Perhaps something is going on, or perhaps that sort of so-called normal is not so normal after all. You need a lower pressure in order to protect the nerve. So that sums up 
what that's the sort of, sort of open angle in a nutshell. Now for close angle, you can visually see that the angle is actually being pushed to a narrow uh, sort of configurations or, or actually close. And you need to do something to open up the angle again, uh, perhaps, or just lower down the pressure, such as if some people are predisposed to have a narrow angle, and then later on in their life, the lens gets thicker because of cataract, and they end up having the lens pushing the angle, and that ends up uh, having a narrow angle. So that's the open and close angle um, rivalry, if you like. Now, the, there's also the what we call a primary or secondary. So primary oh, wow. means that glaucoma is just glaucoma. Yes. There's nothing, um, nothing else. There's no uh, underlying... Uh, underlying causes, yeah. yes, that's it. It basically means that the doctor don't quite know what's going on. Now, the secondary glaucoma is that we, we know that's a particular cause. Say, uh, diabetes, uh, poorly controlled, the eyes start growing sort of strange vessels and affecting the angle and the angle cannot drain properly, and you have an elevated pressure. Pressure goes up and press on the nerve and damage the nerve. So that's um, one of the example of secondary glaucoma or previous trauma on the eye that damaged the structures uh, of the angle again. And of course, you have the chronic and acute. Um, a chronic is the one that I talked about. You, you don't notice it until the late stage, unless you check it earlier on. Now for acute, it's different. Acute. Uh, we we have a, a sort of excruciating pain on one side and all of a sudden the patient feels really painful on that side, feels sick, the eye cannot see anything, it's all red, um, it's all horrible. And they usually turn up to us uh, very early on and that usually happens to acute angle closure. Acute? Yes. Okay. How do you measure the pressure in your eye then? Oh, there are many many ways to do it. Um, there is the air puff method, which I don't uh, usually use. We, as ophthalmologists, we, we use a sort of uh, gold standard where a, a little prism would touch your eye okay. and measure the pressure. Oh, okay. Because a lot of times you feel the pressure, but how would it be measured? And what's considered oh, as a normal yes, pressure? Because yes. at the moment, I don't feel much pressure. About it. So when is it? So does it does it sort of feel painful? Yeah, one of the way is if it is an acute angle closure, then you, if you compare the two sides, because acute angle closure usually co comes with just one eye, then you, you might feel that, you know, one side is harder than the other. There's an imbalance yes, between the... Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. That's, um, yeah. So many, that's a glaucoma in a nutshell and, and di different types of it. Yeah. Are there sort of major risk factors? You, you mentioned just now, you know, the, maybe some people are predispositioned uh, for yes. it. I even say that word. Yeah. And uh, so, some people are sort of, uh, you know, maybe they have diabetes or something, and yes, maybe, maybe yes. that might ca cause it. So, are there sort of certain risk factors? Involved? Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, well, to be honest, everyone has to has a chance of having glaucoma. Oh but, dear. Yes, but <laughs> including me. Yes. Um, well, I did my checkup last last year, so that's okay. Um, we should. Just, we, how often should we be checking our eyes? Well, um, well, depends on how risky you are. Yeah. So, you know, people who have major risk factors, such as um, a, a more than forty year old um, history of family history of glaucoma, a high degree of uh, extreme myopia, what we call the short sightedness oh, yeah. or long sightedness. And myopia is very common in yes, Asia yes, as well. Yes, that's it. Um, and short and long sightedness as well, uh, well, well is, is related to what we call the angle closure glaucoma. And also, uh, surprisingly, even vascular diseases, history of trauma, uh, migraine, and obstructive sleep apnea. Surprise, surprise. Yes, wow. because that might affect the blood supply. Um, uh, just to just to be simple, the obstructive sleep apnea. Some people may not know. It's like um, you, you might notice it. Some people have uh, this snoring, and all of a sudden it's sort of stopped, 
as if you know they're suffocated and then after a few seconds they sort of have a built up of pressure and a sudden giving way um, that is an indication of um, that patient might have sleep apnea but you need to uh, do a proper checkup for that yeah. and also um, not, not um, diabetes as we mentioned and steroid some people use steroid and they have a, a history of elevation of the pressure and that 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 is a big issue steroids is very you know commonly used for a lot of different uh, yes, diseases yes um, rheumatoid arthritis for example indeed. Like autoimmune diseases indeed, indeed. wow so uh, are there certain uh, races which are sort of more prone to it because we mentioned just now Asian people have a higher prevalence of myopia mm. are we at the riskier group then uh, yeah well we we, we it tend, it tend to be um, sort of it is it is the it is the major cause of uh, blindness, irreversible blindness worldwide, um, and um, for us it's, it's more about the different types. So we have more close angle closure for glaucoma, uh, surprisingly, yes. uh, but we also have more normal tension glaucoma. So a patient come in and you know open angle, but the pressure is normal, and patient has glaucoma. We still have to lower the pressure, um, and also the uh, um, the, the how the African is that as well. usually detected then? If the pressure is normal, yes. but they have glaucoma, how is that usually detected? Now that comes to the diagnosis of glaucoma. So we need to check the structure and the function of the optic nerve. It's all about the optic nerve. Mm. So we, we measure the pressure, we do the thorough checkup, we check the angle, and we also do the uh, facial field examination, where you, you look into a little box and the box is, is all light up inside, and there's a t particular target for you to look at. And you're asked to fixate on that target, and there will be light shining at different sites, different parts of your facial field, and you have to press the button whenever you see something. And the lights could be bright, could be dimmer, uh, just a way to test your sensitivity at various different areas yeah. of, of your eye, uh, of your vision. And also we have a scan known as the optical uh, coherence tomography, the OCT. Now that allows us to scan the optic nerve properly and see how thick the optic nerve is. Uh, very sophisticated. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool actually. Um, in fact, it's, it's getting better and better and we can now detect glaucoma even when the patients do not have any problem uh, with the visual field. So it's what we call the pre-parametric uh, glaucoma, meaning that the patient actually have 100% vision, but we can detect an early uh, stage of the glaucoma wow. and we whether or not we should treat them you know we don't know but probably yes yeah <laughs> but sometimes prevention is better than cure yes yes well we'll talk about the the, the, the cure later so mm. once it's diagnosed so i mean i suppose different gly glaucoma will have different diagnoses or yeah. how does it work then well we we we, we first of all look at the nerve and make sure that it is glaucoma yeah. and so sometimes we need to repeat a test and if it is a glaucoma then we classified which which particular type and, and treat it accordingly. Most of the time it's just lowering the pressure. But if it is a nar narrow angle, then we have to think about whether we should uh, reverse that narrow angle configuration uh, and also lowering the pressure. Okay, so how do you go about lowering the pressure? Is there any type of medication that I'm just trying to think blood pressure, you take blood pressure pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that apply for eye pressure? Yes, we have eye drops. We, oh, okay. we have eye, eye drops, drops to, to, to do it. I mean, we don't cure it, we control it. So, you know, the, the when if the nerve is damaged, uh, we, we try to maintain what, 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 what remains. But, you know, if patients are feeling all right, you know, they might live a normal life, you know, if they could manage to maintain 
the high pressure and also stop the disease progression. So eye drops uh, to start off with. We have laser nowadays. Um, in How fact, does that work? Oh uh, well, there are many different lasers. There is the lighter type, what we call the SLT. There is target on the angle parts and sort of stimulates the cells to to work harder, so that the the, the drainage goes better. Okay. Um, it's a very low risk procedure. Uh, some people argue that that could be a first line treatment uh, before you start the medication. So that's that's great news, um, and also surgery. Now surgery, we have the major surgery for the eye that you drain drain the the, the pressure from the eye, and you also have little devices, what we call uh, minimal invasive glaucoma surgery, the mix, uh, where you put um, certain um, instrument in the eye for for drainage purpose. Oh, okay. Wow, that's sophisticated yeah, yes, yes, technology yes, these, yes. these days. Um, remind us again, Dr. Chan, what is the sort of normal pressure for the eyes? So that if, All right, is yes. there a range or should we be hitting a specific target? Yeah, we, we tend to quote the less than 21 millimeters mercury. Okay. Uh, but uh, that is something that has been set for, for, for almost a century now. And um, and uh, so anything over sixteen, yes. seventeen, you're looking at the yeah. Well, I mean, you, you worry about twenty one, but then you know we have plenty of patients who has like more than twenty one and have no absolutely no problem at all. Oh, I mean, it's it's normal for them. Okay. Uh, it just happens like some people are taller and some people are shorter. Uh, and also, you have the 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 patients who have say for example fifteen or nineteen, they still have glaucoma, and you have to lower down the pressure to say twelve or eleven. So it really comes down to your optic nerves. Yes. So you can measure your you, you can measure the, the the pressure, but it comes down to that the damage or the soon to be damage on the. Yes, quite right. It's quite right. Okay. We, it's, it's all about the optic nerve, not just the pressure. Okay, that's interesting. Are there certain things that will elevate the the eye pressure temporarily? I, I, this is funny, but I read coffee does that. Yes. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, I'm afraid I drink a lot. But um. <laughs> so the, the the moral is don't drink coffee before an eye test yeah <laughs> well um uh, some people talked about you know certain uh, weights lifting um that could that could cause a problem um some people who, who actually have a diseased eye uh they, they they run and they they lift and run and uh, it sort of stimulates the iris and causes some sort of flare-up of the pigment and that causes the pressure goes up as well what we call pigment dispersion but it's, it's not common in Hong Kong okay. um, others include um, an inflammation in the eye not just the kind of red inflammation that we usually see but uh, on the iris where the body start attacking the iris um, without any reason it's an autoimmune disease it's an autoimmune, yeah. so that's what we call uveitis um, and that sort of uh, inflammation can flare up the, the, the eye um, uh, and blocks the sort of temporarily blocked the, the drainage site and causes an elevated pressure. Okay, so um, is there a cure for glaucoma? Or, or maybe, you know, what should you do if you're in the high-risk group, actually? Well, you, 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 you come to us, yeah. basically. I mean, <laughs> conflict of interest, sorry. Yeah. But uh, you, you, you have to come to us. We check it properly. We make sure that's no, it's okay uh, f at the meantime. Yeah. Um, and we, we check it regularly, say, for example, once every year or two years or so. How soon is it from sort of diagnosis to blindness? Because it slowly sort of deteriorates. It basically steals your vision. Yes. Um, studies shown that if you detect in early stage, uh, the the chance of getting you know, total blindness is is not that is not that easy. Okay. Um, it's only one of those late stage or middle stage people then then you start getting worried. And with the technology nowadays, we detect much earlier on, providing you come for a checkup.
Yeah, exactly. Um, no, again, conflict of interest, but you know, I have to say this. Yeah, well, absolutely. You you have to go for a checkup before you detect anything. It's like you can't win the lottery unless yeah. you you buy the ticket, sort of thing. So finally, is there a cure for glaucoma then, if you are sort of in the mid and later stages? Yeah, we're looking for it, but unfortunately, it's an optic nerve problem, and you, as you know, anything to do with nerve. Uh, we talked about regeneration of the nerve for many, many years now, uh, but it, it, we're still far from it. Yeah. So uh, hopefully in the future, we, we might be able to do something about that, yeah. but not now. Well, Dr. Perman Chen, you've been brilliant. Thank you so much all for right, answering all our questions. <laughs> I look forward to having you back on uh, next time again. Thank you for inviting me. And that's uh, Dr. Perman Chen, an assistant professor at the Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you.